Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Johnson Say, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everybody. It's Big Mouth Small Words. We're getting it going again. I know. Twice in the same week. This doesn't usually happen, but I have a little more time on my hands than usual, and I figured the people need to hear about the sports talk. Okay. Now, what am I going to talk about? First of all, I want to bring up the fact that the $100 MMA giveaway is going to be happening. I said it last podcast. I'll say it again. There's already 17 contestants. I get three more. I up the price from 100 to 200. So people get on that. You've only got until Saturday at 1 o'clock. That's when the deadline closes. And then the fights start at 10. Fight Island's going to happen. It's going to be unbelievable. I can't wait. So I'm sure I'll get three more people. I'm sure we'll up that price, but let's let's keep it going. I wanted to talk about the Patrick Mahomes contract that he signed with the Chiefs. I didn't want to talk about it until I had a little time to digest it, until I had a little time to really like look it over and figure it out. And even still, there's some wording in there that's like algebra. <laughs> it's, it's like lawyer talk. It's like you hear it and you're like, can you just talk to me like I'm 10? And <laughs> But um, I think I've got a good grasp on it. I want to just talk to the people, talk to you guys, and, and talk it out. So earlier this week, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs signed quarterback Patrick Mahomes to a 10-year extension worth $477 million. It can reach up to $503 million with a $141.48 million injury guarantee. That's crazy. <laughs> Let's start off with the, the fact that that's crazy. Um, man, so this dude could just trip on a rock and $141 million is just going to fly into his bank account no matter what. That's pretty cool. So first of all, good on you, Mahomes. But I think the thing with this is the 10-year extension is kind of going to be like guided by a mechanism that ensures that the quarterback's annual salary never drops below a certain cap threshold. So in other words, it's like it'll always be above a certain percentage of the NFL salary cap. And my initial thought on this was that it was stupid because when you give one player that kind of money, it messes with your franchise's future. I mean, you look at Russell Wilson in Seattle. His contract made them lose solid pieces, and they're a good team with a great quarterback. You look at the Rams with Jared Goff. They give them all that money, and now their team is in shambles. You look at Matt Ryan with the Falcons, and they did a good job with their farm system, but there's so many examples. You get what I mean. You get the gist. In the short term, it makes a lot of sense for Kansas City because, as an example, like in 2020, Mahomes is only going to account for $5.347 million against the cap. That's literally stealing. That's nothing. And the contract is backloaded in a way that accounts for what's expected to be a rising salary cap over the next decade. So they're thinking that 
this might still be a good deal for them as far as quarterback stock is only going to rise and the cap is going to rise, so they're thinking that it'll still be fine. Mahomes' incentives are simple, and I want to explain those really quick. So each year starting in 2022, he can earn $1.25 million if the Chiefs reach the Super Bowl and an additional $1.25 million if he is named the NFL MVP. So the max is $2.5 million per year in incentives which means in order for Mahomes to get the full 502 mil, uh, he's going to have to go off. <laughs> he needs to lead the Chiefs to the Super Bowl and MVP every year. It's not going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> but so that's that. Um, as far as the guarantees go, though Mahomes' contract features a $141 million in, in guarantees over 12 years, he was guaranteed only $63 million at the signing. That $63 million includes Mahomes' signing bonus, his base salary for the next three years, and his 2021 and 2022 roster bonuses, which means that Mahomes' contract essentially is going to be year-to-year starting in 2023. You all get that? <laughs> so basically, he got front-loaded in his contract, and then after 2023, if things aren't working out, they can all figure out a way to get out of it. Now, multiple reports of Mahomes' contract extension used a term of guarantee mechanisms. I didn't know what the hell that meant. <laughs> so basically, it's just a fancy word to describe like the timeline of when chunks of money in the deal become fully guaranteed. I won't bore you with all of that, but I will say with this whole Mahomes contract thing, the bottom line is, I don't think I hate the way how they did this. Obviously, we're all not going to know until we see how this plays out. They have the most important position in football covered for the next decade. And as long as he doesn't go down in the next few years, it looks to me like they have ways out of it later. So, whereas I wanted to bash them at first... Now I can't help but look at them and, and think that they were kind of sneaky smart about this. You need a good quarterback to compete. You have arguably the best one right now. What makes me worried about Mahomes is, and what should make them worried, seeing as how $141 million guarantee, is he has gotten hurt a few times on plays that didn't seem like they were that crazy. And you got to be a little worried about that because he's not built like uh, Cam Newton. He's not built like a Big Ben that took a beating for so many years. He's kind of small. He keeps taking those big hits. He's going to have to start playing in the pocket and not be crazy. But seeing as how I just mentioned Cam Newton, I'm going to segue this really quick. There are a couple things I wanted to address that I did not in the last podcast when I was talking about Cam Newton. Ladies and gentlemen, he will be the starter week one if he's healthy. There's no quarterback competition going on this NFL season. I don't know how you could think that. I don't know how so many people that I see on social media are buying the crap that there's a chance that Cam's not the starter week one. I mean, first of all, if they took Cam Newton, then let's just be on, and I don't want to get heat for this, but I'm just going to call it the way it is. In the culture that we're living in right now, if you can check the temp, if you can check the way the world is working right now, 
they are not going to cut Cam Newton. Hell to the no. Drew Brees can't post his opinion. There's no way the Patriots are going to cut Cam Newton. No. And then they're going to take Jared Stidham, white bread Jared Stidham. And they, no, 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 that is not happening. So get the quarterback competition out of your brain. And it's not just that. It's the fact that Cam Newton is a beast and he's better than Stidham. So, and if you want any more of a, of a reasoning as to why I feel this way, did you see the Instagram post the Patriots just put out? They showed all the tweets of the players being pumped up about the move and they showed his highlight reel and they pumped Cam Newton's tires. And I mean, just do me a favor. Listen to this and tell me who you think the starter is. Do they normally make things like that for backups? <laughs> just, I'm just asking a question because so many people seem to think he's not going to start week one and they think that there's this quarterback competition and you guys need to stop drinking that Kool-Aid. I'm just, I'm just telling you right now. Um, now me saying, and I want to, I want to clarify this, me saying that there's no quarterback competition does not mean that I'm saying that Jared Stidham isn't good. I'm not saying the guy's trash, but Stidham at his best at this point in his career, he can't hold a candle to Cam Newton and what he's capable of. Whether Cam Newton is 100% or he's 70%, his big play ability exceeds whatever Stidham is capable of right now. And I'll tell you what, give Stidham a year to learn from a mobile quarterback that plays the same style as Stidham. See, I was listening actually to Felger and Maz. And on 95 Sports Hub, I'll, I'll give them a shout. Not that they need it from me. <laughs> but it's just, they were talking about the fact, Maserati was talking about the fact that, oh, how are they going to figure out what to do? Like Cam Newton has a different style than Stidham. And how are they going to figure out to do Cam for one year? And it's going to be so crazy to see. I don't, dude, Maz, I don't know what you're talking about. Cam is definitely more of a mobile quarterback than Jared Stidham, but they play kind of the same style. They're not built the same way, so obviously Cam is going to run people over. Cam is going to do things that no one else can do. But Josh McDaniels loves the, the West Coast offense. He loves the rollout running gun. He wanted to do that. When he went to Denver, that's what he did. Didn't work out great, but that's his style. He likes to run that offense. And... Now he has the quarterback. Obviously, listen, when you have Brady, you're doing whatever style is best for him because he is the GOAT. He's the best, and he makes it work. And no matter what you do, you are going to cater to the best player that you have. But now Josh McDaniels can go into that playbook, and he can make plays where he rolls out. I don't know if you guys remember when we had a guy named Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> but we did. We had Jimmy Garoppolo for a hot minute. And when he was the quarterback and he had the ability to run, 
they use little bootleg plays with him. They had him rolling out of the pocket. And I'm not saying that when the play broke down, he rolled out. I'm saying that Josh McDaniels likes that running gun style. And he had set plays where he faked a run and rolled to the right, faked a, a like they did that. So with Cam now, I mean, obviously they're going to roll that, but with Stidham too, now Stidham gets to watch this type of offense. They get like a test year out of this. And by the way, the Patriots are in a great position because they can do whatever the hell they want here. Cam Newton, they can franchise him next year if they want to too. They're not going to do that because they're not. If Cam goes off and they want Cam, they'll sign him. If not, they're going to go with Stidham for the future. But this gives you a nice little test run to try out the things. If you had Stidham as your starter from day one with no Cam Newton, no Cam Newton effect here, he could have fell on his face and the pressure could have been too much and he could have been scarred for his whole career with that. I've seen it happen to a million guys. But now you have a year where you can use Cam Newton, you can try out the plays that you want to roll with Stidham and this is just the best thing for all of them. So with Cam Newton... He allows them to run a more dangerous system offensively, but he's going to have to convert those chances or else because the GOAT before him converted plenty. <laughs> so no pressure, Cam, but if anyone can do it, I think he can. So that's that on the Cam Newton thing. We got to talk about something else here. I want to very quickly go over some hockey stuff because I haven't talked enough hockey because there's not... Uh, a bunch of stuff to talk about with that yet, but there will be. And here's the thing. I don't know if everybody out there knows about Xanadu. He's a Boston Bruins fan. He's the man. He is amazing. He roller skates all around Boston. He's got his flag. He is fantastic. Yeah, you've probably seen us on 98.5 The Sports Hub. You've probably seen him on, my God, he's on everything. But he's a great dude. He will be on the podcast talking about hockey. When hockey is back, me and Xana Dude are going to talk hockey maybe uh, once a week, probably recap some games and see how that goes. So I wanted to hold off on the hockey talk, but I want to say a couple things to note that got me a little excited really quick. So the two hub cities that are going to host everything are going to be Toronto and Edmonton, which is fine. What was reported that got me super mega pumped is that the most likely plan for the NHL is to have three games a day in each of the hub cities at 12 p.m., 4 p.m., and 8 p.m. Given the two-hour difference between Toronto and Edmonton, oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, this is... If you like hockey and you like beer or you don't, it doesn't matter. You don't need beer. But for me, I, I mean, I'm, I got, I lost my mind. I was like, this is the best news of all time. I can literally just watch hockey all day and lose. It's just, I can't, I'm so excited. That is the best news ever. Hockey is just absolutely crushing it. They, they keep finding new ways, even amidst this pandemic, of making it better for their viewers, of, of, of making it just a great product to watch. Baseball, are you paying attention? <laughs> are you paying attention? Because, my God, 
If you are a fan of Major League Baseball, you are in friggin' trouble. <laughs> you really are, because you're about to hit fourth place real fast. Hockey's jumping up to third. There's not a doubt in my mind. So, yeah, that's that's my thought on that. I also want to talk about the Celtics very quickly here. A lot of people are looking at that team and not giving them much of a chance this year. This year is unprecedented. This year is crazy. In any other year, you'd look at the Warriors or you'd look at uh, the Lakers. You'd look at one of the top teams and you'd go, there's no hope. They're going to play and, and they're going to they're gonna win the championship and there's nothing you can do, which is what makes basketball slightly boring to a lot of people. Hey, if you're a basketball fan, listen, I like basketball. But look at the finals matchups. You can literally on any given year look at it and go, that team's going to probably be in the championship, and it usually happens. This year, I don't know how you could feel that way. I don't know how you could. But this is the type of year that a team like the Boston Celtics, who they're pretty good, but they're not elite, but they could be elite. You're not sure. It, it could all click for them, and they could get it going. I mean, Kemba Walker came here because... When he was on his last team, he couldn't win. He could. He never won a round of the playoffs. That's rough for being as good of a caliber star as he is. He came here to win. Gordon Hayward came here to win. Jason Tatum has developed fantastically well. I think he's starting to look like he can be the guy. And I know I've heard a lot of... Uh, a lot of people in a lot of stations that I've listened to have talked about how Tatum's not ready to take that next step. I don't know if you were watching this year. I don't know if you were paying attention. But this year, above all the other years, he looked like he was taking a stride to becoming the guy that we drafted, the guy that we wanted to be the future of the Celtics. I think Tatum is ready for that next step. I think Tatum can be a beast. And I also think, I mean, listen, man, if Hayward, and I know there's a lot of ifs here, but like I said, this is not the same year as every other year. If Hayward can just be pretty damn good, if Hayward's your third best player, you can do it. I truly believe that. If Hayward's your game manager, you get Kemba, you got Tatum as your number one. That's the most important thing. If Tatum plays like a number one guy, you can do it. You got Jalen Brown in the mix. Marcus Smart on defense, you can do it, man. I mean, the biggest problem we're going to have is we got no one that can rebound the damn ball because for some reason we didn't want to break up the chemistry. Danny, that was stupid. You should have got a big man. You've needed one the whole time. But you play with what you got, and if we can play with some grit, we can knock down some shots. I think the Celtics can make noise. At the very least, I think they can make it three rounds. So... Let's do it. I, I have a little bit of faith in the Celtics. I'm excited for sports. I just need more sports. Give me basketball. G give me the hell. Give me hockey. <laughs> I want hockey the most. I'm glad we still got MMA. And good for MMA, by the way. For staying as relevant. I know they're the only game in town right now. But man, people really are starting to give a crap about MMA again. And it's awesome because MMA rules. So if you haven't already, go to at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram. Go onto the $100 MMA giveaway post. 
give tag three of your friends. Predict who you think is going to win, and you might win money. And if three more people enter, trace more. You get $200 MMA giveaway instead of $100. Pretty good deal. Pretty, pretty, pretty good deal. So once again, thank you everybody for listening. I'm going to be putting out more blogs in the future, especially with all the sports coming back. So go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. Make sure you do that. It'll give you all the information that you need. Keep liking, keep growing the brand, and I'll keep giving you money and getting it going. I love y'all. Stay safe.